Welcome to In the Kaleidoscope with Cataline.com. This is your host, MK, founder of Cataline Creatives. Follow inspired chats from the moody, messy, magical lives of high-level creatives, influencers, and speakers. We dissect the kaleidoscope of patterns, perceptions, and what it actually takes to live as an empowered creator of your own authentic existence. Now let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of In the Kaleidoscope with Cataline.com. We have a very, very awesome guest today with us. It's Serena Ho. Um, She's an NLP practitioner. She does mindset manifestation coaching. Her goal is to help badass women in business overcome their biggest blocks to freedom. (laughs) And I think that is awesome. I'm so excited to hear more from her. Hey, Serena, why don't you kind of introduce yourself a little bit more? Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast, MK. So yeah, I'm an NLP practitioner and mindset and manifestation coach. And it's become such a like full circle type of journey for me, becoming a coach and how I kind of came into the coaching world was like purely by following intuition and just like tapping into heart is like basically my, my story. (laughs) that is awesome honestly I feel like that's when the best things are created is whenever we follow our gut feelings and we have faith in that and trust in that I'm so excited to like dig into that more and find out more about all that Uh, before we get into like the nitty-gritty let's do some tea time questions to kind of get to know you a little bit better first off what is your astrology big three if you know them and are familiar what are yours so I'm an Aquarius sun a Gemini moon and a cat rising. I love that. I love that powerful. I feel the powerful and very creative. I definitely see that very air energy. I have an Aquarius moon, so I definitely, definitely get the air moon vibes. Absolutely. Mm, yeah. Do you feel like you really like resonate with those or they kind of like, I feel like I really do resonate with it because one of my core values in whatever I do and even in my coaching and my business is freedom. That's just like mm-hmm. the core of me. My Aquarius son is like a freedom seeker and also being very much in community with others. Mm-hmm. So very much that. And it's really funny because I dived deeper into my natal chart and it is just all air and earth. <laughs> I have one, one water placement, no fire at all. <laughs> I I feel that I have no fire at all in mind except for like Pluto or something. And I get that. Absolutely. But that's like a really grounding combo, especially because like air energy is kind of like very in the head and earth can kind of bring that back down to reality and like productivity and getting stuff done. I love that. I just have air and water and like two earth placements. So it's a little, I'm a little wishy-washy myself. (laughs) (laughs) but it's fun it's fun I love that have you when did you kind of get into that or is it kind of just over time you've just picked up stuff and looked at it here and there I think it's just like over time that I picked it up but I started like looking more into my natal chart and my astrology especially how it relates to business and marketing which is so Mm -hmm. interesting to me especially with like the different houses and how that affects like your marketing and your communication with others yeah, that's so cool. Um, I definitely, I worked with, I don't know if you know Rachel Pope 
And I did uh, a reading with her and really found like the information she gave. I think she did a whole presentation one time on astrology and marketing and stuff like that. And it's so fascinating. I'm like, this stuff makes sense. And there's so much to be learned if people can just like get past like certain perceptions of it. Like there's so much information that can help you. I find it so fascinating as well. Yeah. And it's so funny you mentioned Rachel because I took, you know, Chakra Girl Business School. So I was on a lot yeah. of like the calls that she was on and I got to like experience her energy and she's so fun. And she explains mm-hmm. astrology in a way that it's like easy to understand. Yeah. Exactly. I found that a very like um, pulling part of her the way she does it as well, because I always want to talk about astrology, but sometimes I feel like I overcomplicate it. So whenever I can encounter someone that like can say it and flow with it so effortlessly, I'm like, this is exactly what I both needed to hear and needed to see happen. (laughs) I love it. Um, And in that kind of fashion, what is your human design? I feel like I've seen you kind of post a little bit about that, but I want to hear about it. Yeah. So I'm a manifesting generator with an emotional authority. So I ride that emotional wave and I'm a two, four line. So a hermit opportunist. That is my exact same thing too. Two, four emotional manager. And yeah. (laughs) What? That is insane. I'm just like, I have not met anyone that has like the same, like whenever I tell somebody that they're like, oh yeah, I'm a different type of this, or I have a different line, but I'm just like, holy shit. We have the yeah. same human design, basically. I know. And I, I, I've never met with anyone with the exact same one. Like I have, I know a few ma- like just regular generators that have a 2-4 line. That's really awesome. And I feel like it kind of goes well, like the 2-4 it being like hermity and then very networking and how the manifesting generator is all over the place. And then with the wave, I feel like it's very consistently back and forth. And not even necessarily like in a bad way, just there's definitely multiple sides to it. And it's very interesting. How did you feel like whenever you found out that part of your like human design or all of your human design? Like, what did that do for you? I think it really like just gave me the permission to be multi-passionate, multi-faceted and to not have a niche. Cause that's like one of the biggest things in business, right? It's like having mm. a niche or like doing something very specific. I'm just like, I kind of love everything. Yeah. And I really like subscribe to the idea of like, you are your fucking brand. There is Re-feed. no like, <laughs> yeah, there is no like a box that you need to fit yourself in because people are here for your vibe and people are here to just experience you as just doing the things that light you up and what you're passionate about, right? As a manifesting generator, you just have to follow that energy. Exactly. I totally can agree with that a hundred percent. I think so often like we are just, and I felt this throughout my life too, uh, is just being very, I'm only supposed to be this whenever I have so many different layers to me. And I love the whole like, I'm like an anti-niche niche. And I've always kind of been like that. I've been really like punk, but also like a cheerleader in high school. I was really, I was in a sorority, but I was also very spiritual, woo-woo, like alternative. It was just multiple sides that everyone was like, I don't know what to do with you. Like it's, and I'm like, that's what I love. I love that kind of breaking the ceiling. And I definitely see that with you too. Uh, Would you say you've had those kind of same patterns of doing opposing kind of things in your life? Yeah. And I think that it's like, 
also a part of like my Gemini moon. Right. And they say, that's like, you're in a constant identity crisis, but it's like, that's just how I've always been like constantly evolving myself, my style, just how mm-hmm. I show up. And that's how I've always been since high school. And I love that you said that you were like punk, but also like girly, also in a sorority, because that was me. I was yeah. very heavy, like into punk music, alt music, and also being in love with Japanese fashion. So it was like a pairing yeah. of the both. And that's just what I really honor within myself. And I see that in other people. I'm just like, fuck yeah. You follow yeah. your like channel. I am here to be me fully expressed. And that is really where magnetism lies, right? Oh yeah. That authenticity is a literal like beacon for all the amazing things you can have for yourself. And I didn't really have that confidence for so long, but I definitely know that through learning about myself, going through the process of um, getting to where I am today, and even with human design, like really giving my, it's all about giving yourself permission to be like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. I love it. And I don't really care what is going on. Cause I also have that Gemini energy that is kind of like adaptable. And I feel like for me, it's made me very sensitive to my environment. And so I it would definitely make me second guess a lot of these choices and desires I had. And it's so nice to be able to be that confident in it and see that in other people. And I feel like it's so important for us to like promote and empower that in people because like our society definitely kind of condemns a lot of that, I think. Yeah, 100%. And it's just when you grow from that and when you move from that space of like, you know, being in a box or following the rules of society and you kind of break through that, you're like, why the fuck did I just not do this sooner? Why didn't I just like break all the rules? Because (laughs) it just feels better. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's our job to just like feel good as long as it's not hurting anyone else, obviously, but like following that like joy and desire has will always lead you to what you're meant to be. And it's such an important part. And I definitely think I can't wait to like, we dive into more of your business, but I'm very like interested to see how you integrate that for more of our like tea time questions. What would you say that you do more of your work at night, a night owl or as like early riser for you? I would say I'm an early riser. I've always been a morning person and that's just how it's been for me. I do stay up late, but I guess this is like Manny Gen energy. Like once (laughs) I like am able to get all of my energy out, I'm able to sleep at night and then it's just like battery is filled up the next day. Yeah, you're like ready to go, ready to go. My biggest issue is I will accidentally and stay up to that like second energy wave in the middle of the night. And then that's when my next day is extra tiring. But if I can just get myself tired enough to go to sleep at like my normal time, then I don't get that extra wave. Cause whenever like that wave of energy comes, I don't know if you experience this too, but it's just like inspiration flowing. And then I don't want to go to sleep. I'm just wanting to like talk and learn and do. And I'm like, I need to make sure I don't do that anymore, but I definitely fall into that extra wave. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, you just kind of have to go where inspiration hits. Right. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's in the middle of the night, sometimes it's like that for me yesterday, I had one of those nights where I was up till like, one and I woke up a little bit later and I was just like oh it was because I stayed up last night (laughs) right like I had to do a little bit more and I think also what's so you know amazing about the work that you know we do is not 
getting down on yourself for maybe sleeping in a little bit more one day. I remember I used to be so like frustrated with myself and all this like, oh, I slept in again. Like I'm not doing things the way that the normal, normal people are doing them, like all of that. And I'm like, no, like I, this is the way that my energy is going right now. This is awesome. We're doing fine. We'll get everything we need to get done. It's all good. (laughs) And I think that's so important too. Yeah, 100%. And then would you say, what is your favorite like creative modality? Like art, music, it could be a type of, you know, interaction, business, whatever. Like what would you say your favorite is? I'm like, for the guests who kind of know me and the guests that don't know me, I have always been in love with art. Like that has always been a thing since I was a kid. I'd love to draw and play with colors. And that just translated into like my very first passion, which is makeup. Mm -hmm. So I love that as a creative outlet and it's, and it's been my therapy for years. And that's what I have like really put my energy and my skill into um, for a long time before I became a coach. I was very much in the beauty world. So Mm -hmm. that is where I get to be expressive. Yeah, I love that. I think makeup artistry is so amazing and so underrated as like an actual like skill to hone in on. And I just I'm so fascinated by it. I remember I've used to like watch YouTube videos for hours and hours just watching people do like crazy, like amazing art looks on the face. I think it's fascinating. Do you have like a favorite makeup artist? I feel like I have too many. I, I like really following the um, the extreme artists now. Mm-hmm. I think that is so cool when they add like um, different elements to their makeup where it's like they're adding like head pieces or like extravagant jewels, but it's like the whole body, full body makeup. And I think that's yeah. so interesting and it's so eye-catching and it's like, it takes hours of work and I'm like, I know what it's like to do like a full face beat and it, that takes two hours. I can only imagine <laughs> what like the seven hours is like putting all of that on, but it's beautiful. Amazing. I love that too. And I think it pairs so well with so many different other art things as well, like photography and painting and all of this sort of stuff is just definitely like such an important little like piece that you can find in so many different areas. It's so awesome. All right. Now let's kind of get into, I want to hear more about your, you know, story. You are like, how did you start your business? Um, like what's been your journey up until this point? Yeah. So I guess we will just dive back into my like high school days because what led me to where I am today stemmed from there. You know, that was when I was going through a lot of mental health struggles. That was where I was coming into my identity. And that was where a lot of it started. So when I was like going through that, I, I was going through a really rough time. Like I was going through like major depression. I was going through like self-harm and like all of that. And it wasn't until I sought help when I was like 21, five years later, that it actually shifted everything for me. And I kind of had like a spiritual awakening at that time. And I really focused on self-love and really caring for myself during that time to really love myself the way that I wanted to be loved by others. And that was the pivotal moment that spurred me down the personal development journey of like, you know, getting the five minute journal from urban outfitters and just (laughs) like starting with that and then having a meditation practice 
And then from there, it just kind of snowballed. And I didn't realize that it was exactly what I was looking for because I was still in my job as a makeup artist and I was still diving into the spiritual. I was like, I didn't have too many friends who were into it at that time. And I was the only person kind of speaking about it. And now it's like really led me to see that my past careers was all about helping others to see themselves as how they wanted to be, especially with makeup. And when I was a hairdresser as well, so really helping people just feel good within themselves and just being in their light and their energy. And that was the most fulfilling thing to me. And through all the different jobs that I've had, I found that none of them really checked off all the boxes for for me. And then I realized that no matter where I went to like the different locations of, you know, being a makeup artist, if I went to this location, would it be better? I was still like put under the hand of a company, of a workspace. And I lacked so much freedom that I was craving at that time. So I made the big decision to start to branch off on my own and to start a business. And it wasn't coaching. It was actually permanent makeup. I was, um, I'm actually a sort of, or a licensed tattoo artist to do like eyebrow artistry and also lip tattooing, but that didn't light me up either. Mm -hmm. So one day I came across life coaching and NLP training, and I was so intrigued and it felt like I just knew it was scary because people were like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) You literally invested so much into your certification. Like you're about to start your like permanent makeup business. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. But I felt that pull and I've been following that pull ever since. And here I am. That is awesome. I love that story. I think that's so amazing. Um, And I think uh, such a pivotal thing that stuck out to me is you telling us how you chose to do self-love and love yourself the way that you kind of wanted other people to love you and giving yourself that attention. I think that is kind of a hard thing for people to accept over time. I know it's taken me years and years to get to that point where I am like, you know, like being your own best friend, giving yourself that same energy that you give your best friends or your loved ones um, and how much that kind of just changes the whole vibe of everything. Would you say uh, that you're, that's the only thing that you do is the coaching or do you still kind of do the other stuff on the side too? Or is it kind of just back and forth for now? I'm mainly just focused on coaching because that's really where it lights me up and where my passion is, is to help others in that way. And, you know, I still practice makeup. I still wear it every single day. I love it. It will always be like my first love. And I say that, Mm. and I, I'm trying to incorporate more of that into my business as well, because I think it's just fun to see what others do outside of just their work. So I love bringing that in and it gets people excited as well. So yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Would you Say like, what's the best thing that you do to get yourself back into like the high vibe energy? Because obviously every single day stuff comes up, you might be in a like funk, like what, what's your go-to like routine or ritual to kind of snap you out of that and get you back on your high vibe energy? 
Yeah, this has been like a long time practice, like shifting back into like my energy because, you know, so much shit pulls you out and we have to dedicate ourselves to shifting back, right? To always be in alignment. And right now my favorite practice is to just, I will open my windows and I, I live on the countryside of Hawaii. So it's very windy. The beach is like literally five minutes down the road. And but I open all the windows and I put on music that I really love and I just dance, but I, I love like feeling the wind. That's like my favorite thing. Like being outside, I will walk, but it's like, I will meditate as well, but I really love feeling the wind and it just has me feeling so connected to like, you know, yeah. to source to like just bigger than myself. So I love doing that. And that's what has brought me back because I'm able to move through these stuck emotions within my body as well. And of course I have other modalities, but this is the quickest way to shift is through movement within the body and just dance and just feeling into joy. Yeah. I know. Like if there's always that one or two songs or one or two playlists that you can turn on and you can just not be in a bad mood after the stage of them, what would you say is like your go-to song for you know, getting back into that energy right now, at least. <laughs> right now, I think it would have to be that one song, Goddess by Jaira Burns. I don't know if you yes, yes, yeah, I have it on a couple of playlists. It's really yeah. vibey. <laughs> so I'm very much into like, coming back to more of that feminine energy. That's like what I'm working on because I pull so masculine within my chart, right? Very mm -hmm. much air and earth. So I love coming back to that and it makes me feel good as fuck. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like just getting that balance and like feeling good. I love it. I love it. And what is the biggest like shift you've seen in like your business uh, as far as like its evolution? Like, have you um, had to pivot a lot here in there or has it been like a very organic flow? I have been pivoting a lot. And I think that's like one of the things that should be talked about and should be made normal. Like, especially if you are this type of no niche kind of vibe and that's your energy, especially if you are a person who is multi-passionate, multifaceted, your business will shift and change throughout the time. So yeah, my business has shifted so much because in just the beginning, I was just doing NLP work, just doing like basic life coaching. And then it's like stepping into those next levels, right? So now it's, it was, it was manifestation and I still love manifestation. That's like one of my biggest passions as well. And it's slowly moving towards more money mindset and also business as well. So I see my business constantly evolving to help those that are really seeking those certain things from me, which is, you know, my audience are badass women in business. So if they're coming to me with these different types of things and it's like, oh, I've been through that. Ooh, I know how to move through that. Of course, I want to help them out because my business isn't only for me. It's for the people that I serve as well. Very collective based. I love it. It's very Aquarius energy. <laughs> Amazing. I actually love that you mentioned how it's kind of pivoting towards money mindset and all of that, because one of the biggest things I get asked and I see about manifestation is, how do I manifest money? What is that? So what would you be your like go-to advice to manifest money and get in that same vibration for that? 
Yeah, I think, you know, there's so many different facets to like money manifestations that I could dive into, but really just looking at your beliefs with money and what are the subconscious programmings that are keeping you at that level of money that you're at? Because unless we do the deep inner work to heal our money stories and the bullshit that we have around money, more even if you had large amounts of money come in, you are unable to hold it. You haven't done that work to really have space cleared for money to come in. So I would start there. Just begin to ask yourself, like, how am I feeling about money? Like, be honest, because these are the areas that we need to put our focus on. And I think people don't like to like look at their money shit. And they don't want to because it's triggering as fuck. Like money is just the topic that people have such a hard time talking about. And I really want to normalize it where it's like, yeah, this is what I post and I'm not afraid to speak it and to just show people what is possible and also what they can do as well. Because I think that's so important because if triggers are coming up around it for you, that's exactly where your work is. Yeah, I think triggers are really just I think I I don't know if I said this last time, um, but I feel like triggers are big billboards, stop signs, red flags to just show you where you're at. Um, I don't know if it's I don't know if you listen to Abraham Hicks a lot or not, but one of the things I've listened to recently is them saying your outside reality is just like a marker point for where you're vibrating at and what you're like believing. So if you have those triggers come up or you have situations happen, that's kind of like a marker, like, okay, like maybe there's some inner work I have to do here. And it's like good to just note down. I think that's awesome. I think it all does come back down to mindset and the basics. I know that like money is a topic that so many people want to know about, but are so like averse to doing the actual you know, work around. And so they get stuck in like that hustle mentality or even like the lack mentality as well. And I think it's crazy. Do you think you kind of fell into more of the lack mentality before or hustle mentality? I want to say I was both. Um, For me, I was very much in hustle culture though. Mm -hmm. I used to work seven days a week. I used to work two jobs, one full-time, one part-time. I was like all about the hustle. That's just like the earth in me. And I thought that was like the only way that I could have made money. And it's, it's funny that you bring this up because that way of like thinking and being just leads to burnout. It doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. Even when I was making really good money, I had no time to like really enjoy the money that I had. Sure. I had a lot of it, but it just was like, I just showed up to work every single day. It was day in, day out. There was no like actual excitement in my life, even though money was there. So it's like, Mm -hmm. even if money was there, that's still not going to make you happy. And I think we have to really understand that it does help though, because it's a resource, but it's not everything. Oh, absolutely. That's why you can find so many millionaires and billionaires that have all this money, but are miserable and doing, you know, you know, not in a good space with it. And that actually happens probably less often than the millionaires that have mastered their mindset, but it does happen. People even just like in upper middle class life, like they can just be miserable with it because all they do is work, 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 work. 
and they actually aren't doing anything fulfilling for themselves. I think it's just insane. For me, it was the opposite when it came to like working on money mindset. That was the first thing that I was drawn to in manifestation. I like have more or had more of a hard time like diving into friendship relationship stuff than I did I was like let me redo the money stuff I guess I have a Taurus Venus and so like I think that really drives a lot of that for me and I think I spent like six months going deep into like my subconscious with that and like learning every little thing I could and I would try to talk about it with some people and I just felt like the I could tell and like pick up whenever someone was kind of talking in a lack mentality and I'm like you should do this like (laughs) some like questions to yourself or journal about it and I can just see almost like the panic with some people to like go in and like rewire and go deep into how that came into their subconscious mind those beliefs about money because it can be, I guess, scary a lot of times whenever you look at your the darker parts of yourself or the stuff that might not be like propelling you forward. Do you think you notice it in other people too whenever they like walk around or like your friends and family? Oh yeah, of course. Especially starting like my business journey. I'll tell people like my close friends, like my goals, but it's like they get a little bit scared for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I get it because, yeah. you know, it's very like, it's more out there than compared to a stable job. And it's like, you really have to just see it as that's where they are. And I used to take it in a lot like, oh my God, I don't know if I can actually do this. I need to have a plan or have a backup or this. And I've really learned to just step into my own power and be like, you know, I want different and it might not be the same for them. And I really appreciate that they care so much about me, but I need to just see things through and to just like, put myself out there and to just go after the scary things within business with money, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Kind of removing like the personal part that from that, you know, interaction or relationship that's like, okay, this doesn't mean anything about me. And I feel like that goes for rewriting a lot of our beliefs is like remembering that we get to decide what things mean about us versus like something, oh, this means I'm inherently bad, or this means I can't do X, Y, Z. Like we kind of get to decide and it's just mind blowing whenever you come to that realization. Yeah. Like you really are in control of your beliefs. If they're no longer serving you and if they're just like outdated, we need to upgrade. Just like an iPhone, you wouldn't just keep the default settings. Of course it works, but is it really helping you? Is it really customized to exactly how you want it? Fuck no. You want to like make it pretty, add the wallpapers, move some shit around in a way that actually helps you navigate your phone and makes it fun. That's how we have to think of a lot of like the beliefs that we have. If it's not serving us, it's to drop that shit. We don't have to hold on to it. And I think that's a big thing that people have to realize is that you're always in control of your thoughts and your beliefs and it can shift at any moment. Exactly. I uh, definitely, I love that um, example as well, like an iPhone being customized. I think that's so good. Um, Who would you say is like your biggest inspiration right now in like the personal development world, business world? Um, Definitely Amanda Francis. Of course, she is like the money queen. I've been like reading her book and also just like Natalia Benson, which I love her energy. She is such a 
calming, inviting soul. And I'm just like, you can just feel the love from her. So mm-hmm. those two women are really a big part of like my journey and where I see myself as well, because it's like when I see them so happy and successful, and I know that that is what's available to me too. And I think that's like the thing that I've like come to is like, when I look at social media and I see all these incredibly successful people, I am so happy for them. Like I want to cry for them. And I'm just like, I've never (laughs) been like that. And I think, you know, past me would have been like, triggered and be like, Ooh, like jealous or like, just like, I don't feel like I can have that either, but to be able to just experience other people's joy and seeing the life that they've created just makes me so happy. And I'm genuinely like so excited for them and the life that they have. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's an amazing reframe to reiterate right now, because uh, I know this happens so often we get, especially with the way social media is and how much access we have to content, how we can just get stuck in that hole of, you know, feeling yeah triggered, feeling, you know, less than or in comparison, like it's just insane. I know in like before I, I was even like really active on social media, just having friendships that they really were bothered by things that I was doing. And like, there was less hype and more just competition. And that's just so once you kind of get intentional about what you expect with yourself and your friendships with yourself and like the content intake and curate both of those things to you to where you're only, you're not surrounding yourself with people who do that to you. And you're also reminding yourself that like, it does doesn't mean anything about you that they have it and you don't. It means they have it and you can get it as well. And just that small little like reframe of the last part is just astronomical to how much like ease you can have, I feel like. Do you think how long ago do you think that was very shifted for you? I think it shifted in the beginning of my like journey to becoming a coach. Cause it's very much just like you're fresh, you're new and you're looking to everyone else. And you're just like, how the fuck are they having these incredible moments? Like, how are they doing it? And it's just, you really just begin to see that. And you begin to see those beliefs that you have, right. About what is possible for you as a coach and like, what does it mean to be in these different circles? And I think being exposed and being able to speak with these high level women, you really just see that they're normal people, that they do want the best for the people that are in their space. And it's not like, you know, I am less than them because it really isn't. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's also so amazing because with um, manifestation and a lot of stuff I've learned about manifestation, a lot of it is about like embodying the feelings of the things that you want and, you know, gratitude and celebration are some of the best things you can embody. And whenever you see someone meet, reach a goal or have something that you want, if you celebrate with them, you embody that energy too, and you vibrate higher. And that's just a win-win for everyone. Everyone gets to enjoy it. And what would you say is like your go-to celebration kind of for yourself or with other people whenever you know you get what you are desiring I think I really just like lock in the feelings and I really celebrate and I think that was like one of the hardest things for me to do was to 
show people and to share it because there's a lot of shame that comes with that as well. A lot of like, will people judge me? What would they think? Are they going to think that I'm just like showing off or something like that? And it, it really doesn't matter what people think as long as it's not from a place of hurting anyone or to be like, I'm better than you. But if you're genuinely just celebrating like, holy fuck, I did something incredible, it should be celebrated. And I just love sharing because it's like, I really do think I'm just an average person. And it's like, I've had so many different things come into my life. It's so possible for you too. And I never put it out there as like, I'm better than you. I'm just like, you are here to experience that as well. Like you can have that too. So I'm very much in that energy and I love sharing things like that or just celebrating in general. Like I, whenever I hit really big milestones, I'll also go out with my best friend. She'll usually book a place for us to have dinner and that's how we kind of celebrate. And I just... I'm just enjoying the moment. That's why most of the times when I do do this, I don't really post it too much on social media. I really take mm-hmm. the time away from my phone to just be in the moment and just to enjoy. Yeah, I love that. I feel like that's very much like your line four coming in, both with like sharing and just with going out with like your inner circle. Um, just that kind of support and feeling very just like happy and excited and grounded. I, I love that. I think there's so many different ways you can do it. And regardless of how big or small, it's so important to like feel those feelings. That's so awesome. I don't want to keep you too long on this. Uh, is there anything, what's the one piece of advice that you would give someone kind of starting their journey to, you know, unleashing that inner creative in them and going after their goals? I think it's really to just show up authentically as yourself. And because that is where your magnetism lies is when you're fully expressed, fully authentic in all like facets of yourself, whether it's online or with your friends or with a certain friend group, when you're able to just be you in all those different ways, that is a whole new level of freedom. That is, you can experience that by just being yourself. And I think that was the biggest piece of advice that I can give is just to be yourself really in all the different ways. Even if you're messy, you're crazy. You're like, what the fuck kind of way? If you swear a lot, that's me. That was like something I had to come to terms with. And I'm like, honestly, I don't give a shit. I'll put swear words into my like copy. That just makes it fun because that's how I talk, especially if we're on a call like this, you get to really (laughs) see me as me. This is who I am. This is what you get. If you don't like it, great. But the people who are for me and they will know. So when you're able to be that, that's you. That's truly That's awesome. Yeah, I absolutely think that's amazing. And what right now is your offer? Like, what are you enrolling soon? Do you have anything or is there a freebie that everyone can find for you right now? Yeah. So I actually have a weekly newsletter and my daily wealth workbook. You also get that as a gift for signing on. And that is where it started for me was that wealth workbook to really help you like look at your money story and really get comfortable with looking at money every single day and see what pops up for you. And I am currently in the life edit course, that's my signature mindset and manifestation course. And we're into like almost a month. Next week, we make a whole month. So it's a two month um, group coaching program where I really take you deeper into like 
the mindset and the beliefs and the energetics of manifesting and what I've learned through the five years that I've been on this journey of picking things up and learning about manifestation in that way. So it's really beautifully put together in this course. And I also offer my 90 minute intensives. This will be geared more towards clearing money blocks, especially if you're a woman in business and you're an early state entrepreneur that is coming up against these like blocks around like clients or hitting income ceilings. This is where we do like deep NLP work. Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay. And I'll have all of that linked from your website in the show notes. So everyone listening can find you. I'll have your Instagram as well. So everyone can follow along on your journey. I love the content that you're putting out. It's so yummy. It, I, I love it. I'm following very closely. And then everyone can kind of get in on that workbook. Always more work for everyone to do. So I think it's amazing. Thank you so much, Serena. I cannot wait to talk Talk to you again. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of In the Kaleidoscope podcast with Cataline.com. We'll be back every single week with a new juicy episode. And you can find all the updates, information, and links from the episodes on our Instagram at in the kaleidoscope underscore or at Cataline, K-A-T.E-L.E-I-N-E. And feel free to DM. I'd love to hear what you think. And subscribe, share, rate, review, all the things. And I'll talk to y'all next week.